Sue Grafton once said, quote unquote, thinking is hard, which is why you don't see many people doing it. On the other hand, A.B. Mamabulo, who's a motivational speaker and who also writes books and is a life coach, says everyone should do the thinking. What should you think about during this lockdown? A.B. joins me now for our Motivational Monday discussion to help us answer this question. And we would love for you to join us in this conversation. Our WhatsApp text line is 079-295-1212. And you can also send us an SMS to 47861. Start each SMS with the short code EFM and each SMS is charged at 150. AB, good evening and welcome. Ah, Good evening and thank you for having have you been doing a lot of thinking since the lockdown started or are you quite busy with other things? No, I've been doing a lot of thinking since the lockdown has been implemented. And is it not depressing though? A lot of people turn to think that just sitting and thinking is, is quite depressing. Hence, Ateni, as you would have listened, was saying that a lot of people are using a lot of data mm-hmm. to always be on their phones because they just don't want to sit and think. Is it depressing? No, it's not depressing. What would depress you? would be what you would be thinking about and what you would be focusing on when you're thinking. But if you, maybe you've got some time for personal development, you have that personal development, then you think about what can I do to make sure that, let's say for example, you are studying business in that particular time. After you've studied that particular book maybe or whatever podcast, then you take some time to think, am I really implementing these strategies in my business? Now, when you do that type of thinking or even thinking about some of the things that we'll be sharing, these ones are not depressing. But if you've got some issues like mental mental health issues, please do go and see a professional. Now, I understand that as many are seated at home, mm-hmm. there's um, the elderly people at home, if one is still lucky to have them in their lives, and just about every other family member. Yes. Talk to us about the importance of actually, for starters, learning from the elders in the household during this period to perhaps then help one think positively. You know what I I remember one time I was attending one of my one of my cousin's weddings and one of my uncles stood up and he gave a history of where we as the Mongols come from and I was shocked to realize that no I don't even know where I come from I don't even know where my uncles or my great grandparents come from and it's these times that we have with our elders now at the moment sit with them down while while you are busy with the issues of the day or whatever chores that you've got take some time to ask them where do we come from or or what, what are some of the traditions that you guys or you guys that you lived your lives by some some I, I, and, and I was having this conversation with my partner and we were talking about the fact that now we are even getting to a point where our history and our culture is, is slowly dying because now we are we are adopting western cultures we are develop, we are taking asian cultures and we've even forgotten about ourselves we've even forgotten our, our our own languages now when we take this time to be with our elders and we talk to them tell us where do we come from what's our history where are our, my where, where are my cousins maybe if you're like me and you've got uh, you, your history could be traced back to the likes of Zimbabwe. ask them if I go there, whom should I look for if I'm looking for my roots? And what's the wisdom that I could get from? Maybe they, you could find that they've got even some some herbs. They've got some educational background about herbs. Where should you go and look for? And you find that that knowledge, you can only get it when you consult with them. So while you are spending this time, ask yourself, what's the knowledge? And ask them, ask your elders, what's the knowledge that I'm missing? Or what can I learn from you? Or what principles did you live your life with that have protected you that I should be living my life right now? 
All right, let's now talk about all the other things that just about everyone should be thinking about during this lockdown. And I wonder, though, as you're about to then talk to us about these things, A.B., because, you know, oftentimes a lot of elders like complaining that um, younger generations are always on their phones. They have headphones plugged in Mm -hmm. and they do hardly ever then converse just casually with the elders. And I wonder then that as one does the thinking and, and some of the things that you'll talk to us about what they must then think about, what happens once they want to take a break of sorts from having thought of the ways in which they would like to better themselves and, and so forth as soon as the lockdown and eventually the pandemic is done with? You know, as much as you'd be thinking, there are some which are within your control. Those that you are thinking about that are within your control that we will discuss about. Go and make sure that you implement. Don't just sit with those ideas or just sit with that wisdom that you got from your elders. Do whatever it is that will help you to take that knowledge and make it practical. Then there will be those ones that won't be within your control. Those ones are just to challenge you and to also initiate the conversation, maybe with your friends or everyone that you you come across. Let's then get into, I guess, in, in, in a sequence of sorts okay the things that just about everyone should be thinking about during this lockdown and i'm saying it's near sequence of sorts because i want us to ensure that all the things we're going to be talking about cater mm-hmm. for just about every kind of person okay yeah okay. let's talk about those the first one you need to be thinking about who you are and where you come from now in this element think about who you are in terms of your mind and i like what one neuro neurosurgeon has discovered they've discovered that we 99 percent of who we are it's based on what we think about the way we think the way we feel about what we think and the choices that we are making about what we are thinking about that makes you who you are and and that that's what uh, scripturally it's called the soul and the soul is comprised of the mind the will and the emotions. Now, when you are thinking about who you are and where you come from, get to think about what are some of the things that you have believed that make you who you are, which are not true. Are there some identities or are there some characteristics that you might have gotten maybe from your culture, from your friends or from wherever that you've gotten? Are those things true or are they even actually destroying your life and the potential that you've got? And I like what one research said. You know, I like the fact that they chose 21 days because it's been scientifically proven that it takes 21 days to build a healthy replacement from a toxic thought. Now, you with this 21 days, you we have changed our habits. Now, with these habits that you've developed, think about what what makes me who I am? Now, as I've thought about who I am and where I come from, what are some of the things that I could be doing to make sure that my life after this lockdown would be better? Another thing that we should be thinking about is the fact that where is Africa going when we continually keep on adopting things that we don't even know about? Now, if if Africa is to be great as it should be, and if we are to be great as a species as we were created to be, we need to start thinking independently. We need to start thinking about the direction of the future that we want and start working towards that particular future. Another thing, we should be thinking about uniting. You know, these days everyone is maybe pulling their own strings and they've forgotten about helping their neighbors. They've even forgotten about even saying thank you. We need to unite. And this common enemy that we are fighting, united, fighting this common enemy. Let's even after the lockdown, let's keep on uniting to fight the common enemies that are facing us, whether socially, 
health-wise or otherwise. Another thing, we should be thinking about mentorship or developing the people around us. You know, it's not enough for you to succeed alone. It's not enough for you to know everything that you know that helps you to succeed. You need to pass that knowledge to the next generation. Now, when you are thinking, when you are busy and you are having the conversation with your elders, whatever wisdom they share with you, whatever wisdom they teach you, you need to turn and teach the next generation. Think about what's the legacy that you would want to leave behind you. Will your children know better because of what they've learned from you and what your elders have taught you? Now, another thing, we need to be thinking about the political transformation that we need to have. As much as we might be, we might have different political parties which are pushing their own agendas. But if we are going to transform South Africa and to make it as great as we want it to be, we need to even think collectively to say that what are some of the problems that despite our differences, despite our different political affiliations, what are some of the things that we can unite in solving? There are so many common problems that as much as we are united politically to solve this problem of, of the COVID-19, there are also other issues that we can unite to solve and make the, the people and the nation of South Africa better. Another one, we need to be thinking about, as men, we need to be thinking about gender-based violence. It's very alarming and I like what the attorney said. You know, they won't help you uh, to go and, and, and free yourself maybe if you've committed this harsh acts. But we as men, we, we need to have some conversations with ourselves and think about ourselves. Now, I like... I would like to say to challenge men to say that if the way that you are treating that particular uh, girlfriend of yours or that wife of yours or even that colleague of yours, if someone was to treat your mother the way that you are treating that particular partner you have, will you like it? And if you find that you would not like that, then it means that whatever it is that you are doing to the opposite sex, it's not good. Think about where are we going as men with these violent behaviors that we have? What are the lessons that we are teaching our children if we are going to be this violent? We are, we are not animals. We are human beings. We can think we've got emotions. It's this time. Let's take this time to share with our partners to say that my partner. There are some issues that I'm having, and these issues are the ones that when you are talking to me or when we are having arguments, it, they make me to snap because these are some things that I never, I've, I've never dealt with. Would, would you please support me and let me just tell you about it and offload this burden that's holding me? You need to also think that why are you punishing these beautiful creatures that God has given us to help us to be better people now? Don't just don't just raise your hand against your wife or your girlfriend. Think about what would happen if you if just imagine if all of a sudden, maybe after this violence that we are doing, we find that no, there are no longer female species around the earth. You find that we'll, as men, will be miserable. Life will be so hard, and we will we real, will definitely realize the value of women. But we need not go there. Let's just think about how can we better ourselves, and how can we live collectively. You also need to think about what can I do to show love and appreciation to the women that are around me. And when you've got those things that you can do. Immediately, whilst you are there at the lockdown, if you, th you 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 realize that no, I need to buy flowers, I need to tell my wife how much I love it. Do that and make sure that they know that you really love them. They they shouldn't say that uh, maybe they will hear on the TV or you or from your friends. They need to hear it from your mouth. And the last thing, you need to think about. Is these things that I've learned from society or I've learned from my friends or I've learned from everywhere, is this helping me and the relationship that I have with this woman or with this wife of mine? And if it's not saving whatever behavior that you've thought about and you realize that it's not saving me and it's not making me a better husband, it's not making me a better brother, it's not making me a better spouse, cut that behavior and change and think of ways that you could do to better those relationships that you have with your partners. Just from the discussion we've had in the first half of this um, time,
time frame that we have AB. Mm-hmm. I would imagine everyone has already noted down that what AB is telling me is that in this period of the nationwide lockdown mm-hmm. I need to work towards having an ability to channel a problem solving thought process. Yes. And now I wonder would you then say that as a way of perhaps then assuming that the lockdown and the pandemic which is incredibly horrible mm-hmm. is now projecting itself to be a blessing in disguise particularly for people who are abiding by the regulations who are staying at home hoping that it would then be solved and then they can go and resume their duties and if that's the case would you then say that this lockdown is on a brighter side now providing each and every individual that's staying at home an opportunity to restart should it be that they didn't start on the right footing when the year started yes i, I would agree with you on that because now you find that when some of us when we had goals or we had targets that we wanted to reach we never got the opportunity because we were so busy with family affairs and some of us you found that maybe you are a father and you were so busy that you never had time to spend with your wife or you never had time to spend with your kids now with this lockdown as much as as horrible as it might be and as as, as horrible that we might be losing our family and loved ones but the positive end of it is that we are getting that chance to start afresh to think about our future to think about the future of our country and to even think about the legacy that we want to live so as much as as horrible as it is and it's very horrible but it's also a blessing in disguise if we change the perspective towards it we'll see the blessing in it we're talking about things to think about during this nationwide lockdown on our motivational monday with author of motivational books and life coach ab mamabulo join us in this conversation we would love to hear your views our whatsapp text line is 0792951212079295121212 and our sms line is 47861 start each sms with the short code efm each sms is charged at 150 we continue with this motivation after the break Conversations Mondays to Thursdays from 6 to 8 p.m. The time is 10 minutes to 8. This is Conversations on Energy FM 102.1 and Choice FM 101.1. On our motivational Monday session with AB Mamabolo, we're talking about things to think about during this lockdown. We would love to hear from you. Our WhatsApp text line is 0792951212. 0792951212 and our SMS line is 47861 start each SMS with a short code EFM and each SMS is charged at 1 rand 50 let's talk about um the what we perhaps to, gen- to just reflect on the discussion we had last week mm-hmm. we spoke last week about people who are already thinking about um the possibilities of them might the fact that they could easily lose enough teaching and learning time because now they're not going to universities or schools or colleges or whatever it may be and there's those who are thinking their employment prospects might be a lot thinner now because people are now telling you that um, some companies are likely to close because of the wrath that came with this pandemic and then you have the others who are saying am i even going to be able to sustain the employment that i currently have even though i'm still at home and i'm not necessarily working mm-hmm. so there's those kinds of thinkings that are also taking place in a lot of people's lives at the, this particular moment and that can then result into toxic thinking processes yes talk to us about that You know when you are having toxic thoughts I would like to challenge you to ask yourself 
let's say for example you are having maybe this thought that let's say for example I don't think that I will have a life after this because I would lose my job. Ask yourself, is this really true? Am I going to define myself according to the job that I have or am I more than the employment that I have? When you are having those toxic thoughts, ask yourself, is this a true representation of the reality that I am or my life as a whole? Now, when you when you are thinking about that, you realize that no, yes, I might be losing my job, but this is not the end of my life. Is there something that I can live for beyond whatever opportunity that I had previously had? Now, when you are thinking about this, think about who I am, where am I going, and is this, is these thoughts that I am having are they saving me and the future? If 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 for whatever reason my children or my spouse were to be looking at my life, say for example, if maybe you are thinking of maybe uh, doing something bad, will they be proud of you when you take that toxic thought and you put it to practice? When you realize that no, that's not saving you, it's not saving your future, it won't even save your family, it will even cause more harm to you than the people that you you are trying to protect or that you care about. Then think about ways you can let go in meditation we are taught that when you are having a thought that that's distracting you you need to just see that thought for what it is it's just a thought and let it go whatever problems that you've got see them as those problems know that problems will come and go they are part of life but they will go just let them go whatever pain it is that you are feeling think about it have that moment when you are feeling that pain and after you are done with that let it go because there is more to life beyond the pain that you might be feeling there is more to life beyond you maybe losing that job for now you you might find that you losing the job will help you to start your own business you find that for you to lose the job it will even be a blessing in disguise as we've spoken that now you've even built good relationships with your family or maybe with your partner and you might find that 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 work that you had was not even worth you losing that particular relationship with your loved one and i would imagine then you will then say hence when we started in the first half you emphasized the importance of thinking about the ways in which one can channel their thoughts to start going around the direction of coming about with solutions as yes. opposed to just always complaining yes what should one do when they are saying look ab i hear you i try so hard to think positively but where i am at the moment things are really tough mm-hmm. i don't have a job i'm i'm just faced with a lot of difficulty there's quite a lot of uncertainty as well mm-hmm. how do i still channel positivity despite my current situation the first thing be grateful for the life that you've got you know while maybe you, you might be having those those thoughts or you might be feeling the pain remember there's someone else who might not make it out of this crisis just that first element to be grateful for the life that you have that's enough to help you and to even inspire you as much while you are grateful also be grateful of the fact that you you the loved ones that you've got you still have got an opportunity to make memories with them you know one of the most painful things that we are experiencing or we would experience is that we would not get enough time to make our enough memories with our loved ones and when we are gone they have nothing to remember us with they've got nothing to cherish us with but with this time even be grateful for them opportunity of having that those memories with your friends and your loved ones and you know i'm reminded of a story that i heard one of my mentors sharing he said that there was this very wealthy man back in the days and this man had all the wealth that he could imagine in the world and one day one interviewer was asking him you are so successful mr so and so we would like i just want to achieve the success that you are achieving how did you become this successful and with tears in his eyes that old man said you know my son 
I am not successful. And as puzzled as that young man was, he said, why do you say so? Because we see this wealth that you have, we see these contributions that you are making to the community. And the old man said, you know, a few weeks ago, my daughter just died. And on her deathbed, she looked at me in the eyes and she said, Daddy, you know, you've been very wealthy and you've built memories with other people. But as for me, I don't know you and I don't have any memory with you. And as I lie here on my deathbed, as I'm, as I'm leaving this earth, I don't have anything to remember you because when I was going for school, you were never there for me. When I had my first challenges, when I needed a father, you were not there. And now I'm dying empty. So while you while you might have the challenges that you might have, take some time to be grateful for the life you have. When you are grateful, it also changes even your attitude. It also, it's been scientifically proven that it also even changes the mood that you have and the thoughts that you'll be thinking about. All right. Now, because a lot of people are thinking about a lot of things, some people are also thinking about essential workers. What should they be thinking about them and um, around the work that they do? First of all, I would like to say to all of our essential services workers, thank you very much for the great work that you are doing for the nation. And to, to, to everyone who's at home, I would like us to think about how can we make their lives easier and better? As much as we might have our own things that we need, but there are some things that we can show gratitude. As much as we might showing gratitude by staying home, there are also some things that we can do for them. Some of them are our neighbors, and we know that maybe uh, if you are if you are like me, you stay in a place where you've got times where there's no water. Ask them, can I maybe pour some water for you so that when you get to work, you would have some water when you come back home. What are some of the ways that you can contribute positively to their lives to make that the services that they are providing for us it's 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 not only to their detriment or losing the time that they should be having with their families and the last thing think about what 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 better ways can you help them not only just helping them by staying at home but how can you help them some of them you know that they've got some challenges or maybe you are providing a services maybe as a business owner find ways that you could help them i like what some of the business owners are doing when they are giving well, especially for the ones who own restaurants. Some of them, you see them taking food from their homes or from their shops that they've cooked at home and they are taking it to the hospitals, they are taking it everywhere. In that way, we are saving and helping them to say that as much as you might be sacrificing your life, as much as you might be losing everything in the process and not enjoying the freedoms that we have, this is the way we, we, are, we are saying thank you to you. So to all the essential services workers from the entire South Africa and the entire Limpopo, thank you to you all and the services that you are providing us. Abi, what lessons do you want everyone to take from the discussion we're just wrapping up now on things to think about the, during this lockdown? The first thing, there are some things that we took for granted. The first lesson that we need to learn is that after this lockdown, cherish the people that you wanted you you never you took for granted you know sometimes we we never had some time to hug our parents we never had some time to even show them how much we love them though the people that you've taken for granted in this lockdown now you can't shake their hand never ever take for granted anyone never take for granted anything so take this one to be grateful for whatever it is that you have and also in terms of technology we have been complaining about the introduction of the fourth industrial revolution as much as the fourth industrial revolution might have some things that we will lose 
Now, this fourth industrial revolution, if we had it, it would also be even saving these loved ones of ours who are risking their lives. We need to also be saying that, no, what we are learning is that as much as technology might take some of our jobs, but when we have got this crisis, we could be averting this crisis by using te the technology that we have. Maybe we could have drones to uh, go and do our shopping for us. Maybe we could be having the technology that would be our tellers at the shops. Now we, we wouldn't be putting our loved ones in the risk. And we could even be whatever, whatever things, the challenge that we are facing. As much as we might be against the technology and not wanting it to replace and take our jobs. But let's be grateful for it and the, the health that it would give us when we take it further to the, to the betterment of our lives. Do we have a quote for the week? Yes. And this quote comes from Robert Bennett and he says, don't. Don't just learn, experience. Don't just read, absorb. Don't just change, transform. Don't just relate, advocate. Don't just promise, proof. Don't just criticize, encourage. Don't just think, ponder. Don't just take, give. Don't just see, feel. Don't just dream, do. Don't just hear, listen. Don't just talk, act. Don't just tell, show. Don't just exist, live your life. And the last one would be from Voltaire. He says that, think for yourself and let others enjoy the privilege of doing so. That's our time. AB, your contact details, please. Uh, on all social media, search for me, follow me at Ebenezer Mahabulo. And when you are booking me as a speaker and as a coach, contact me on 071-639-7807. AB Mahabulo, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure and we continue to learn a lot from you. Thank you. That's our time tonight on Conversations. Coming up next on Energy FM is Hagi Liboro and on Choice FM is Stanley Brown. Thanks to the show's content producer, Mami Morashwa, and our technical producer, Emmanuel Quinda. I am Rebecca Pala. Enjoy the rest of your evening and stay safe.